hey, you want things to start going right for you? Guess what? Start thinking right and things will start going right. And I'm going to talk to you about how to think in today's podcast. You were made for more than the status quo. I'm Pastor Steve Gray, and this is the More Faith, More Life podcast. This podcast is for Christians with an ambitious heart who want to be more for their family, do more with their career, and see more of God's promises in their life. I've spent many years as a worship artist, minister, nonprofit leader, bold truth speaker, and most importantly, father and spouse. When I was in my early 40s, I was craving more, more from God and more from life. I'd done everything I was supposed to do. My life was good, but it wasn't good enough. So I spent the following years diving into the Word of God and searching for the biblical principles that would bring me closer to God and help my purpose and life flourish. That's what I want to share with you. In every episode, you'll get practical tools based on real-life experiences that you can put into action to redefine your faith and, ultimately, your life. So, if you're ready to do more, subscribe to More Faith, More Life, and hear an unfiltered biblical truth every week. It's time to be and experience more. Hey everybody, welcome again to More Faith, More Life. And I really want to help you change and get everything you want out of life by walking by faith and getting the life that Jesus needs you to have, wants you to have, and you want to have, right? And I don't want to help you get that. And the, the problem is it's sort of like hearing the ads about losing weight. You know, if you've ever tried to lose weight and you go and say, I'm going to find something to lose weight. Well, every product I read about says it works. Every product I, you know, says it works. You're going to lose weight if you do this. It's the same thing with a lot of podcasts, uh, churches, pastors, leaders, all those things. Everybody says what they're doing works, right? But it doesn't. I have a record of thousands around the world not just being inspired. See, a lot of people inspire you, uh, but it doesn't change you. I used to, maybe I've said this before, but I used to preach something like uh, that says stirred, but not changed. And uh, so, you know, I started out just insignificant country preacher and was launched from there quickly in just months, quickly from there to local, national and international to where I was known all over the world, interviewed by people all over the world. I could go to Japan. I could go to Singapore. I could go to Europe. And people knew me and know me and showed up hundreds, thousands, a couple of thousand people would show up when I'd speak. Why? Why is that? And how did I get launched so quickly from obscurity? It's because what I began to say works. It started working. People were actually getting results. So listen to me carefully, and I can do that for you. I did it for myself. I did it for myself. I, I had no education in finance. I had a father that died when I just turned 16. So I didn't have, you know, a dad figure, a father to guide me through. I had no help. I had nobody. Nobody came to my rescue. I was very poor. Uh, had, I begged for food. I've, I've done all the wild things that you could do. And then I came to my senses and I thought, I can't do this by myself. I can't do this. And so the only way I, where I knew to turn where people were saying, this is where you need to turn is I, did, I, I need to have a God experience. I don't need just to believe. I need to be more than inspired. I need to be changed. I need to think differently. So I want to help you think differently that you've crossed over into knowing that I, you're ready. You're ready for change. You're ready to think differently. So here's where I want to start with you today. And that is, first of all, you've got to start thinking like a producer. 
Stop thinking like a consumer. Start thinking like a producer. A producer produces, right? I was in California and uh, I don't know if you know that I, I made a film. I've done a film called uh, Three Blind Saints. You can still get it. It's older now. It's, there's some outdated uh, you know, computer graphics in there. It's a little embarrassing now, but it's a, still a great movie. It's, the first, it's really the first movie that came out that in, involved religion and humor. So a lot of people weren't sure this was even the right thing to do. Now they do it all the time. But anyway, Three Blind Saints. So I, as a filmmaker, then I went to, you know, I'm out in Hollywood and meeting people and doing that. And a limo picked me up and, and then another limo brought me back. And so I'd talk a little bit to the driver. And, the, and, and every driver, this is true, now, every limo driver that drove me around to get me where I needed to go was a producer. I said, oh, yeah, how long have you been driving the car? Well, I'm a, I do this now, but really I'm a film producer. And I thought to myself, everybody said they were a producer. I hope so. But that means they're thinking. They may not got to produce. I mean, all of them said they were producers, and they tell me all the stuff they know about producing, you know. And I thought, well, yeah, but I'm from Kansas City, and I actually did a movie. I actually produced one. I wrote it and produced it, you know. And so, you know, I, I think like a producer. And people ask me, why did you want to make a film? Why? I mean, you know, you're not going to be a Steven Spielberg. You're not going to be that, you know. And it's religious, and it's, you added humor, and some people didn't understand. Why? You know why? Because I wanted to. I wanted to produce something. I didn't, I didn't know if it could be done. I didn't know how to do it. I'd never written a screenplay. I never involved around movies. But I just wanted to learn how to do it. And so I learned. I did it. Pulled it off. Uh, I know a whole lot more now than I did then. But still, I got to do it. Made a CD. I'll, someday, I'll, I'll, uh, on one of these, I'll show you the CD that came out about a year ago. So... And I, I, I didn't send it out to be a big star. I've done a lot of CDs, and I've had songs, you know, on the radio and played in the past. But now I'm not doing that. Why did you do another CD? Because I just wanted to produce. I want to write. I want to produce. I don't want to just be a consumer. So I want to help you learn to succeed. Listen, if you will start thinking right, you will start getting right. You'll produce right. Right will start. The problem with people is they don't know how to think. They don't know how to think right. And so here people think, I, I jotted down a few things here on this little paper and I said, people think, let's see, you gotta stop thinking like a loser, right? People think in, you know, people think in loser poverty mentality. They think in loser, like what's that Murphy's law or whatever, anything can go wrong at will or whatever. I never think that. I expect things to go right. I expect success and I expect things to go right. Has everything 100% gone right? No, there's battles. There's things you have to learn along the way. But mostly it has. Mostly I can say I've succeeded at everything I've done. I can succeed better if I keep doing it and learning more. But I start thinking in success. Think in producing. Think in success and stop thinking like a loser. Stop thinking in poverty. Stop whining. Never complain. Stop complaining. Complaining, whining, fear, produces nothing. You cannot produce fear out of fear, whining, um, complaining. They just don't produce. Think like a producer. Now, yeah, in order to do that, listen to this. You've got to stop. I'm talking about how you think. I'm saying if you've come to the point where you want to produce, you want to be different, you want to be in a different realm, uh, and not just by yourself. We're going we're gonna to include some God things, some faith things into this. But to start, if you're ready to 
think right and produce more right. Get more right, think right, okay? Uh, think about this. Here's what's wrong with our, one of the things wrong with our culture is that entitlement, you might have heard about it, people, people talk about it, that entitlement mentality. Entitlement um, is people owe me, I'm owed something. I don't have to do anything. And it's the something for nothing mentality. Now I know most people think something, Americans particularly, something for nothing is the best deal you can get. Well, it might be on the surface, but it's not the best deal for your mind, no. Because something for nothing tricks you and thinks this is how the world works. And so, so a car dealership will put a balloon up in the air and say, come and look at our cars, free hot dogs. Free hot dogs? I'm going to go then. And so you think, what a deal. I'll get a free hot dog and all I got to do is look at a car or whatever. Okay, I get it. But that's not the mentality. Who wants to think in terms of, I'm looking for something for nothing. I'm going to really enjoy it. When I get something for nothing, I really enjoy it. But you want to enjoy even more than that? That is producing something that you've planned on producing and you produce it. And it's not something for nothing. It's something for sowing. You know what I mean? You know what sowing is? A farmer throws his seed out there. And when he throws the seed out there, what? He expects a crop. And when the crop comes, then it's happy rejoicing harvest. I sowed and I reaped. The Bible says you will reap what you sow. See, this is where you build your faith now. You will reap where you sow. In fact, the Bible says don't mock God. You know, don't mock God and say, oh, I don't believe that. The Bible says don't. Don't mock God. You will reap what you sow. And a lot of people, you know, they complain. <laughs> I don't know how my life turned out this way. I don't know how my marriage turned out this way. I don't know how my kid. I do. You, you did it. You sowed for it. If you've got a bad marriage, a lousy marriage, you don't like how it is, attitudes are everywhere, just bickering and attitudes and just controlling, trying to control each other, that's sowed. You sowed for that. You did that. And somebody else did it with you, your partner. But how do you change it? How do you change a bickering marriage? Do you just divorce? Well, that'd do it, wouldn't it? Do you separate? Yeah, I guess that would do it. Do you just keep fighting? Well, that won't do it. So what do you do? Change what you sow. If you want to change what you get, change what you sow. Don't expect to get corn if you're sowing weeds, right? If you're planting weeds, don't expect to get corn, right? You, if you want corn, what do you do? Plant corn. Start planting what you want, right? So I want to have more, I want to, I, I, I want to see more respect. I'm a man, so I'll say, I want my wife to respect me more. And she should. It's, it's powerful when we get that. Well, how do you do that? Plead for it, beg for it, argue with it, yell about it? No. Start sowing respect. Start showing respect. Sowing and showing respect. And do it, and do it, and do it, and do it. And God says, look, here's your faith. Do you believe it? God says, you will reap a harvest. Eventually, respect is going to get into your home. Speak respectfully. You know, you say, I want people to respect me. I want my, let's say, I want my kids to respect me. And that's a big problem today. Most kids do not respect their parents. They don't. Be why? Because parents don't act respectful. They don't sow respect. They're, the parents are disrespectful. 
The parents speak against authority. The parents are rebellious. The parents complain. The parents say, uh, oh, tax time. I hate it. We got to pay taxes. We shouldn't have to. And yeah, everybody has to pay them or most pay taxes, right? And I got to get up and go to work and they're not fair to me. And you, and you complain and whine. Well, you're sowing disrespect, right? And entitlement, like you don't have to sow for it. You're just supposed to have it handed over to you. That's why you're not getting what's right because you're not thinking what's right. You're not speaking what's right. You're not sowing what's right. If you don't like what you're growing, change what you're sowing and you'll grow something else. It may take a while, but if you keep sowing, you will reap the harvest that you want. If you want more love, start, start, you know, start sowing more love. Men, you want to get, you want a little more romance coming from it, man, Start being romantic, you know, so for it, speak it, speak good things and good things are going to come back to you. So we've got to break the entitlement mentality. All right. When I was, like I said, uh, six, barely 16, like two months, my dad suddenly passed away. We, my mother didn't even drive a car. We didn't need to, she didn't need to, my dad did everything. And so she didn't have a job. She didn't have a car. There were four kids, two still, three still, yeah, four kids. They all kind of lived at home. One or two was in college. But anyway, nothing. I had to start producing. I had to start thinking like a producer. Nobody's going to help us. Nobody came to my aid. It was strange. You know, at, <laughs> at the funeral, we had all these church men come. They knew my dad from church. All these church men came and said, you know, if there's anything I can do, I just let me know. I just, you know, if you need anything, I'm here for you. And I never saw him again. I never saw, I wouldn't have been able to ask him even if I wanted to ask him. I don't know how to, nobody came around and said, do you need anything? Can I help you? Got a, a single mom now, dad died. He's only 47 years old and died at 47, left a family and nobody came and said, hey, could you help? We'd gone to church for years and years and years. Nobody said they could help. Now, I could be bitter about that. I could be, hey, they mistreated me. But you know what? No, 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 no. I'm a producer. I am not entitled something for nothing. I would have loved the help. It would have been great to get the help. But I didn't stand around saying, when's somebody going to help me? I'm a producer. I can do things. I'm going to learn to do things that I didn't think I could do. I produce. So... Uh, by the time I was, you know, 22, 23 years old, I did. I became a real Christian, not a churchgoer. I really turned my life over to Jesus. I asked for help. I asked everything in the Bible. I said, if it's there, I want it. If I see it in there, I want it. Whatever I see in there, I want it. Whatever I can have, I want everything God has to give. And, and God is a producer, right? God produces he, he sows for it. He didn't just ask for the world. He gave his son so he could get the world, right, to himself. Saved them of their sins so he can get them to himself. And so I started thinking like a producer and stopped thinking like I'm entitled. Nobody helps me. Nobody cares about me. Nobody loves me. So what? Are, what? Are you entitled to something for nothing? Do you love? Do you help? Do you go? Do you help? Okay. So Listen to this now. This is one of the greatest things you can learn in life of how to think. Stop thinking in entitlement. Nobody owes you anything. Not 
even an apology. Get that. Nobody owes me anything. Nobody owes me. You don't even owe me an apology. Doesn't matter what. You don't owe me anything. Nobody owes me anything. I'm not going to get something for nothing. So I'm going to have to be a producer. I'm going to stop being a consumer and start being a producer. And I learned right away. This, I wasn't going to bring this up as part of your faith and more life, but I learned that if I would start giving to God, God would, it would activate God giving back to me. A lot of people, you don't ever see any God activity and, but they don't ever do any God activity themselves. So I learned how to respond to God. And I saw in the Bible, uh, I, it's, I, I read it and said a tithe, that's 10% of your income. The tithe belongs to the Lord. Well, I have people, I hear them argue and strain about it because they don't want to do it. But I did. I did it. And when I did it, I started getting God help in my finances because I got God involved. I pulled God in. I started giving gifts. I tried to be generous. See, I didn't, see, consumers, people that just eat everything they got, spend everything on themselves, just consume, consume, they don't think like a producer, and so they don't do things that produce. But I wanted to be a producer, so I'm not going to eat all my seed money. I'm not going to, the seed that I should sow, well, instead of sowing it in the field, I just start eating it, and now it's gone. Now I don't have anything. Somebody give me something. Somebody bail me out. No. So I've got some money. I'm going to give some to God. I'm going to give some to God. I'm going to start producing in the kingdom of God. And it worked. Worked for me. It'll work for you, too. That's another sermon. That's another speech. That's another, you know, more faith, more life time together in our podcast. But that's what happened. And so when you become a producer, you stop thinking in entitlement and you start thinking what's right. Start thinking what's right. And then you'll do what's right. You know, uh, in the Bible, Paul, I don't know if you know who Paul is, but Paul wrote in the book of Romans. So he was writing to Roman people, right? Roman people. And they were Roman believers. They were Roman, but they believed in Jesus. And he wrote to them. And one of the things he said in the 12th chapter, he said, look, if you want to renew your mind, right? You, you do this by the renewing of your mind, you can be transformed. Be transformed by thinking differently. Listen, if you want to change the way you act, change the way you think. If you want to change the way somebody else acts, <laughs> change the way they think. Help them think correctly. Help them think as a producer. Help them think they need to produce love. They need to be generous. They need to <clears throat> be thoughtful and just plant and plant and plant and plant into your kid's life, your family life, <clears throat> even at work with other workers. We need to learn how start sowing into them life, positive things, producing things, love, caring. Look at them and think, what can I say to them today that produces something good in them? Rather than, oh, somebody help me, somebody love me, I've had a rough night. Who cares? Don't even tell them you had a rough night. Why tell them? They don't care. They, they're thinking about themselves. You want to get out of that? Be a producer and start doing the things that produce you want to change the way you act, change the way you think. Think right, and right will start coming to you. Got it? Till next time. Bye-bye.